We're in. We're in. Peter, I'm freaking, I'm scatterbrained. Lucy is licking me right now. I want to clarify. Lucy is, Lucy is Peter's dog, Lucifer. My dog is Cranberry. Cranberry's at home. We are recording this at Peter's uh, castle dungeon. And Lucy. It's, it's officially called the Domination Dungeon. If you The Domination Dungeon. Oh my God. This is getting dense down here. Y'all don't know what happens down here. A lot of cool stuff. A lot of stuff you can't handle yet emotionally. But I'm scatterbrained, Peter. And we, not, we all are scatterbrained okay. this week. So there's some energies out there. Oh my God. We're in the beginning of 2022. It's a big year. A lot of people are excited because we've had, you know, we've had two rough years of uh, nonstop uh, insano news and endless problems, it seems. Now, I've had a lot of positives in between there. I'm sure you have as well. Yeah. But this is, ooh, this week has kept me in and out of the bed. I've been a sleepy boy. I've been doing a lot of chores at the house. Haven't wanted to go out. It's been very cold. What's the deal here? It's a lot. Don't scare them <laughs> off, though. So it's a lot, folks. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. We're all getting hit very personally. If you are hurting a lot right now, that's on purpose. Oh, no. But if you are thinking, hey, am I going to have to deal with aliens at some point this year? Very likely. Very likely. It's looking like they are going to make themselves known. They've been here. Big deal. Now, some people are sitting out there going, you're probably scatterbrained, Effie, because you got hit. Not just not just hit with the guitar. Now, I don't know if you saw the full footage of it this. Did. And I think there's an overarching theme here today with this episode. And it's me asking a lot of questions, too. I was hit over the head with a guitar by one uh, Double J Jeff Jarrett. Now, I said Jeff Jarrett to a few people, and they did not know right away what the fuck I was talking about. Which goes to show you, I love a niche type of entertainment. And I'm a niche portion of a niche type of entertainment. And that niche doesn't reach to everyone. But then when I said... Do you remember the youth pastor from Spring Breakers? You immediately knew who I was talking about. You got Jazzy for Jesus. I'm yeah. always Jazzy for Jesus. It's that guy. It's the youth pastor from the hit Harmony Korean film Spring Breakers, starring Vanessa Hudgens, Selena Gomez, and James, James Franco, Franco for some reason, as Riff Raff, who I once met at a Warp Tour. But yeah, Jeff Jarrett, the Jazzy for Jesus tap uh, out. James Franco or Riff Raff? Riff Raff. I, okay, I, I did figured. not meet James Franco at a Warped Tour. That would be I don't think we're interested in the that same That sounds things. like an unwritten Blink-182 song. Saw James Franco at the Warped Tour. Too much. Too much. Either way, this is usually how I can get people to recognize it. It's how AJ recognized it. And so here's where I was number one. I don't know how to put this into the correct order here because I'm very, I'm all over the place, like I said. But we have a lot it. to get to. Now, before any of this happened, we'll get into the earlier parts of the weekend, before Jeff Jarrett made himself known, but I feel like I'm at a point in my career where, now I was giving a speech, all right? We got to get there. This is, I'm jumping all over the place, Peter, because you can tell, I've, I've put a lot of thought into this this week, I've talked a lot of shit, I've been streaming a lot, or just talk shit the whole time. Friday, I was already in Atlantic City. I left Thursday this week because it's New Year's Eve travel, it's a mess. Here's the problem. You get to the airport for New Year's Eve travel. I'm there the day before, New Year's Eve Eve, which you got to get into town. I don't think these people that were here in the airport were traveling for any other reason than to say, we're, we're traveling for New Year's. Like, it was very directionless. It felt like no one really knew why they were going where they were going. They had plans everywhere. Now, every... Uh, every time this year I've been pretty good. I did have a personal issue with the airports when I was not on a business trip. This time, yeah, delayed 
Atlanta to Philly, pretty easy flight. They do it all day. There were other flights to Philly that like kind of went off in between the now and then. where They were like, you can change your flight. We're delayed 30 minutes. And then it just kept delaying and delaying and delaying. I finally made it into Atlantic City, New Jersey, but like 10 o'clock that night. And I've been in the airport all day. And you're like, you're like what are we doing? Nobody else is really in town. But thank God for Jimmy Lloyd. We're going to spend a little time talking about Jimmy Lloyd. Now, Jimmy Lloyd is an unsung hero of professional wrestling. I'm not sure. I don't think you've ever gotten to meet Jimmy Lloyd. A lot of people discount Jimmy Lloyd. They go, what's Jimmy doing? Because Jimmy likes to chill. Jimmy likes to hang out. Jimmy parties. Jimmy goes to a lot of shows. But Jimmy can put together any kind of match you can imagine. He can put together scramble match, hardcore match, death match, highlight match, uh, multi-person. It's anything you can imagine. Jimmy's good at it. All right, but people think Jimmy's not good at everything, and then they get in a ring with Jimmy and they go, "Oh shit, Jimmy's really good at everything." But I got to spend time with Jimmy uh, as I got into Atlantic City, just hanging out with Jimmy. Now we had some other people with us in and out. We had a good time. I saw my good friend Pat. Uh, but when you're with Jimmy Lloyd, you you just you rock on Jimmy Lloyd speed, and sometimes you're just like in your own zone. You're in your own world. Atlantic City, from the moment we arrived, and this should be kind of a sign to the moment I left. Atlantic City was completely fogged out. Like, you could not see more than 30 feet in front of you in all of Atlantic City. Damn. Now, Sunday night into the north northeast, a large winter storm came. I don't know if that's what they call a nor'easter, but I'm going to use the phrase nor'easter. There was a nor'easter heading it in. It sounds like something. But the weather was not frigid or really, really cold. It was just this weird, hot, humid strange fog that was a little chilly but it just hung over the whole weekend i mean you couldn't see anything you couldn't see the tops of buildings the birds were hanging in the ferris wheel was completely under crazy fog and you're just like i can't see anything and i have earned my place here but i think people get confused at the showboat yes i do have a very high floor suite with an ocean view and private jacuzzi bathtub that's true with full kitchen. But there's a lot of people in and out of my room. A lot of people stay there. A lot of people leave there. Couch is always open. Bed usually has a few people in it. So it becomes sort of a central ground for fun and information. It became the central hub. And I made it a point this time, no offense to anyone who was there, made it a point this time to protect my energies in Atlantic City and to make sure that I was using the utilities that I had, using the rooms I had, using the time I had, not rushing into anything. Because I do have a habit of like, I wake up first, I'm always up first, I'm ready to go first, and I don't need to be for any reason until hours and hours later. So I was like, I'm using this, I'm staying in the room, I had food brought to the room, I had people hang out in the room, I was hesitant about who hung out in the room, it was all very good, we were up very late either way. Friday, it's New Year's Eve, this is now, we're ready. And I wanted to be in Atlantic City already, I wanted to be there, ready to go, because that night, 8pm, GCW Till Infinity, huge tag team contest, Young, Dumb, and Broke, threesome team, I don't think we're supposed to call them threesome teams, threesome team of Jordan Oliver, Charlie Tiger, and Ellis Taylor, all in their prime right now, all young uh, stallions in the ring, taking on the SGC, myself, Matt Justice, and uh, Rich Homie Juice, AJ Gray. Now, what's crazy about this is you see us come out as a unit, the SGC, and Manders is there, too. He's an SGC member. Mance is at home. He's SGC. A lot of SGC action. When we are coming through the curtain, I need you all to understand, we are chaos because we just reconvened. We have not been hanging out all day. We have not found each other. We just reconvened, 
They are very hard gentlemen to keep up with. They're all over the place. We reconvene. We go out. We do the damn thing. My head still hurts from that, too. I got flipped out onto the floor, went through tables, jumped off things, got hit with stuff. It was a hectic-ass mess. New Year's Eve. And then at the end of the night, shout-out to MLJ. Now, I've talked about MLJ a little bit on the show before, I think. Ring announcer extraordinaire for GCW, amongst other things. If you've ever tuned into Pluto or Tubi on your free TV app... I literally watched a Tubi movie last night. It was called Spider Baby. Whoa. What channel on Tubi was getting this, Spider Baby? So I have a buddy who... Uh, actually, he, my buddy Johnny came over and watched Drag Race that okay, one time. Okay. He is extremely into like like 40s and 50s black and white movies. And so this was a Lon Chaney piece about a group of young cannibals uh, that are also orphans. Yeah, people remember the classics <laughs> from those times, but they were pumping out like a lot of Pulp Fiction Spider cinema yeah, all exactly. the time. Spider Baby. It was very sexy. There was a lot of stuff where I go, ooh, that... Ooh, a little risque a little, for the time. <laughs> they didn't have porn back then, though. So Spider Baby, the film, would have been kind of a catch-all for we need a little comedy, a little drama, a little oh my God. herky-jerky, all of it. Either the main way. character's name was also Peter, which I... That was very. It, you were pulled in then. Mm-hmm. Well, there is a wrestling channel on Tubi or Pluto or whatever these free things are. There's a few of them. There's a few wrestling channels. Uh, I guess DJ Hyde of CZW sold a bunch of CZW footage. So MLJ is always ring announcing matches on the Pluto or Tubi, but he was doing a rap battle. Now you've seen the film Eight Mile, right? Of course. It was not like that. Now that was <laughs> different in a sense that it felt like that was a community built around battle rap. This was. At the end of a wrestling show, poor MLJ and this other battle rapper. And I don't want to make excuses for anyone, but we did crash the party. All right. MLJ killed it. The other battle rap guy, great job, I guess. Matt Justice kept going, What's going on? What's going on? I go, It's about to be midnight. There's like a minute left. And he yells out, Hit Pantera. And I guess the music I did. So we all go to the ring and they hand me a microphone because I'm a talker. And it's New Year's Eve. We're counting down. And I finally watched the video footage back because the video footage and what happened in the room, two very different things. As we entered the space, Matt Justice and just attacked this other guy with a chair. Uh, MLJ was not under threat of violence by any means, but Matt Justice just started attacking this guy with a chair, this battle rapper. And as the countdown went down, 10, 9, 8, on the TV version, it flips to a 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 counter where you don't see the ring during this five seconds. If you had seen the ring during the five seconds, at the one zero second mark, Matt Justice is just, I mean, he is swinging this chair. He's swinging it on this guy, on the ground, just swinging it. And granted, it's pretty late in the evening. His match was a while ago. He's good to go. He's partying. It's New Year's Eve. Sorry to the battle rapper, but maybe, I don't know. Be careful where you go. If you're in a wrestling ring and it's New Year's Eve, there's probably going to be a guy with crazy hair and, and a and a bad attitude coming in there to beat you up with a chair. That's like, that's lore. Like that's, yeah. it's built into the system. New Year's Eve into New Year's Day. We celebrated 2022 heavily uh, by chilling in the suite. We chilled. We got the people in. It was talk. It was good vibes. It was in and out. We had all the friends there. It was, uh, as we talked on the last show, it was, uh, we'd lost Marcus. This was the first Atlantic City without Marcus. But the energies felt like they were respectful and easy and kind of cruising in. There's been some crunchy energies before in Atlantic City. Even when I went out to gamble, I went and I 
put a hundred bucks in and I got down to $10. I said, fuck it one more time. And I hit it and it put me right back up to 110. And I said, all right, well, I'm going to leave now. And I left and it was like, I didn't feel the pull. I didn't feel the gamble. It was just like, okay, well that was the part of the trip that's gambling. That's over. Walk away. I did have a wheatgrass shot in the hard rock casino. Incredible that they provide that Mm -hmm. when you are in these high beat up cardio, crazy days, uh, wheatgrass is there for you. So, New Year's Day, back to where my confusion has stemmed from. And I have to like take a step back too. And y'all have listened to this podcast, but like obviously recently I've had issues with WWE's former Zack Ryder, now known as Matt Cardona. So these former Fed guys. The GCW belt right now is on John Moxley. Uh, Ring of Honor folded, and you know, just in time, thank God, the Briscoes show up and steal the tag belts. PCO is getting off of his Ring of Honor time. He's back with the Extreme Belt. I wanted to make a statement, and I'm a damn good microphone promo, and I got the opportunity to have the state of Effie. There was graphics. It was a moment. And it had been announced that it was going to be me versus Nate Webb. Nate Webb, get better. Hope you feel better. Sickness is everywhere right now. So that couldn't happen. So I said, well, let me just make an announcement. They're doing the Rumble, number one contendership, and I'm cutting a promo. Now, am I a little dramatic? I said it in the promo. I'm a little dramatic, Peter. Cut a big promo. Wanted people to know where I stand. I said, we're still bringing back Effie's Big Gay Brunch in Dallas, which we are. There might be a second event to go with it. I don't know. But I needed to say that I have been through the ringer. I've been distracted. I've fallen for Cardona. I've fallen for all these things. Ricky Morton, I had to fight. Two called Scorpio. Now you're seeing a pattern here. And now... After my beautiful speech, who shows up dressed like, you know, Biker Taker, uh, Goldman Inc. with his global force, double fucking J. Jeff Jarrett. Now, there's no more annoying message. I need you to imagine that you'd been, like, mugged. You're mugged. Okay. All right? And every time you open your phone, there's a new message from someone saying, that's the best I've ever seen anyone get mugged. Like, what an incredible mugging. You were such a perfect mugging victim the way you fell down when he pulled the knife, the way you scrambled away and said, please just take my money. It's not worth all the, like I am constantly being reflected back to me that I'm very good at getting my fucking ass surprise kicked by the, the spring breakers pastor with a guitar. Now, granted, objectively, it looked great. Okay. The guitar wrapped around my fucking skull, Peter, all the way around to the point where I then fell on the ground, paralyzed and had my arms willy-nilly, and then I kickstand onto the neck of this guitar. So the neck of this guitar is holding me up, to which he then removes his mask and yanks me by the neck of the guitar while my head is still through it Mm. and whips me around in a circle with my neck still in the guitar, the wood crumbling around my bones. There's still marks on me, Peter. And I'm standing here, and I'm going, well, maybe he'll make some kind of announcement. No, he got in my face, and I'm not telling anybody what he said in my face because that's my business, and I'll deal with that. No announcement, no words, nothing. Just let me fuck up Effie's night. I did not get to be in the rumble, mind you. And then disappear into the sunset. And here's the frustrating part, right? Top dog, GCW, independent outlaw people, calling my shots, doing the rumble, big matches, victory the night before. I mean, top rope, leg drop, avalanche style on these dudes. It was incredible. And now... After pushing through all these has-beens and wannabes who could never get the job done, who could never get ratings up, who could never get people to tune in, who could never get people to pay attention, who couldn't get impact over, who couldn't get any of it over, they can't get anything over, they're coming to me because I'm a juicy, ripe veal, all right? 
And I don't know if they think that I'm just like veiling up in this cage and I can't walk and I've been laying down or something and they can just come suckle the blood. Maybe that's the impression I've given them by giving them attention. All right. I got to put my foot down now because in this new age, you know what just happened again, don't you, Peter? You're going to go, yeah, that just happened. Oh, a ton of WWE firings. They fired all the coaches. They fired uh, William Regal, fired a bunch more wrestlers, fired a coach that they had just flown down there and made her live there two months ago. And said, we're done. Oh, God. Different direction. They're not a wrestling company even anymore. So now where I have held my cards to my chest and I've made decisions where I've been made fun of about staying independent and not losing any licensing to my name and not having to be known as formerly known as on NXT for four weeks or whatever people have to put in their profile and not have to get back out there and regain the respect. Baby, as Matt Justice says, I am the mountain. I've been out here. I've been doing it. And now people know, oh, Effie's in a vulnerable position. We better go attack him because then we can make money. And what's around the bend? All right. And here's a big controversy. Hammerstein, Hammerstein. Now, effectively, legally, it's Hammerstein. Okay? I acknowledge that. Rogers and Hammerstein present the sound of music. But it is classist to not acknowledge that many Americans know it as Rogers and Hammerstein's The Sound of Music. And if I can't tell people that my little boy Effie is doing a performance at the Hammerstein Ballroom, the same Hammerstein Ballroom that you remember named after the grandfather of the Hammerstein of Rogers and Hammerstein. I know the I know the rules. Don't subtweet me about Hammerstein, Hammerstein. I'm going to say it how I say it. Cut better promos so that people pay attention to your shit. That's all I got to say about that. But with Hammerstein Ballroom coming up, the biggest independent show of all time coming up, I mean, maybe not even theoretically in the amount of people, but I think it is, but also in, I mean, the amount of clout and the pull and the news coverage. I mean, how we were just on the Sports Center run with Blake Christian doing a crazy dive. This is... Real life. All these cats who got let go, sorry to you. It's very sad. You made a deal with the devil and you're surprised. What a fucking pledge. Um, Welcome to the Indies. Effie draws money. You don't have to say my fucking name. You can ask people why it works. You can be confused about it. You can laugh about it. But I'm in charge out here. And there's no rules anymore. And y'all work for where I work for. And y'all better come shake my hand. Give the middle finger a little kiss ask for forgiveness, ask to participate, and then you can be a part of it. But the thing you're not going to do, double J Jeff Jarrett, is step up into my business with your little podcast you want to get over. And you do fine numbers on your little podcast, even though the people you're attracting back into wrestling or still who are a part of wrestling, I always wonder, do they know that they're not gaining new fans? They're just adding another show on someone else's list. Like now I got to watch seven shows. You're just, I mean, the straw's going to break the camel's back here, people. I don't know what behind the scenes deal you've got pulled. I don't know what, what secret pocket money you're passing off to Brett. I don't know what the deal is, but I do know I want nothing to do with it. My legacy will not be tarnished by continuing to participate with people that I have put up a shield against because I've said your practices don't work, you're lost in the sauce, you've been in this game too long, you're in the same old tropes, you're in the same snow globe, shake it and let the snow fall, it falls the same way every time, y'all get out of my way. I'm doing something different here, I'm doing different things here. I made Matt Cardona quit GCW, I sent Zack Ryder packing, Y'all are over on AEW taking directions from Tony Khan, who don't know his right from his left fucking hand because the man has never been outside of anything but a country club where he's seen grass grow. And y'all are surprised that the indie fucking maverick is over here making his shit happen. Don't come to me and ask for niceness. Don't come to me and ask for help. I'm out here putting on the motherfuckers who are outlaws. Jordan Oliver and the Young, Dumb, and Broke crew, 
outlaws. They're out here putting in the work. Jordan Oliver, I've said it before. He said to me one time, he said, I got to get down to North Carolina to wrestle these dudes. I'm going to lose some money, but they're so good that I want them to have sick footage. These are the guys I want to be working with, the guys who truly love pro wrestling. Y'all are out of your little pro wrestling money. Last week, it didn't need to be pro wrestling. It could just be entertainment. Last week, when y'all had a job, Vince was right about everything. Now, all of a sudden, it's so nice to meet you, Effie. It's so nice to see you, Effie. Same deal with Psycho Clown. Psycho Clown didn't want nothing to do with me. Meet and greet later. So good to see you, Effie. You're probably a winner, aren't you, Effie? I am. And now I got to deal with Double J Jeff Jarrett. Washed up. Somebody said, wow, Jeff Jarrett looked cool for the first time in forever. Wasn't Jeff Jarrett looking cool? It's the fact that he's within 12 feet of me. Should say his fucking blessings. What you did in 97, cool. What you did in 92, cool. I don't care. I'll tell you this. I started by telling you I was in the suite. I'm going to go back to it. I was in the suite. So whatever way you had to sneak in, I was in the suite. PCO, legend. Done it forever. I was in the suite. Scotty Too Hottie. Love him. Does the worm. Great match with Janela. Effie was in the fucking suite. It was Effie's name on the suite. Effie is the draw. Effie is the move. I'm not getting too big for my britches. I'm letting y'all know that I know what size pants I wear. I know what size pants I wear. Y'all can sneak in. Y'all can play games. Y'all can have your little podcast with Conrad. What's up, Conrad? I know Conrad. Me and Conrad go way back. I got questions for Conrad. Why are you letting in these goofs? I got questions for security of the show about why are you letting in these goofs? If anybody in a fucking duster and a cowboy hat can just wander on into our show, we got a problem. And you know what? I bet there was guys backstage. I bet they knew. I bet they knew Jeff Jarrett was there. I bet they were taking pictures with Jeff Jarrett. I bet they were asking, oh, will you look at my highlight reel, Jeff Jarrett? He tried to sell gold bars in a multi-level marketing scheme as a part of a rebuild for Impact Wrestling five years ago. And y'all want pictures with him because y'all are fucking marks. NWS for life except for Jeff Jarrett. I'll stand by that. Either way, look at Effie. Look what Effie's doing. You see it, Peter. You've never seen anything like it. The wrestling world doesn't know what to do with me. They don't know what to do with me. I can't stop. I'm addicted to the hustle, addicted to the work, but I am not addicted to these motherfuckers on AARP coming in and trying to get rubbed. It's not a free rub. It's not a free rub. There's not enough lube in the world for that kind of free rub. And you hit me with a guitar, and guess what happens in wrestling? Every time, Peter, oh, you hit me with a guitar? Well, I'll challenge you to a big show. No fucking way. No fucking way, Jeff Jarrett. Get out of here with that bullshit. You just want another spotlight on you in that ballroom. You tasted it. You tasted the fame of that ballroom. And what did you get? You got addicted, and now you're trying to get back. And you see, oh, man, Big Dog Effie's got a big spot because he's so lit, and he runs off Zack Ryder, and he's so cool. Remember when you hit Zack Ryder with a guitar a few weeks ago at one of those fucking indie shows y'all do? I don't either because no one remembers it because no one talked about it. You remember when Zack Ryder was working indies in Georgia and, and uh, Oklahoma and Texas and wherever? It doesn't matter because nobody cared. They don't care unless you're standing next to me, and I know it. The hat's off. The wig's off. The glove's off. What are you doing? We know what you're doing. You're trying to get money. You're trying to get set up. You're trying to stay on the convention circuit, and you're out here after me. Let it be known, Detroit, in a fucking week, week or so from now, a week from now, it's Bussy versus Ricky Morton and Two Cold Scorpio. I have victories over both legends known as Two Cold Scorpio and Ricky Morton. Well, no, Two Cold Scorpio beat me. I'm sorry. You're right. Two Cold Scorpio beat me clean. So it's a 50-50 shot here. But I got things to say. You know what? Come do a Kevin Nash appearance where you just appear and wave at people and sign a few 8x10s and go home. Kevin Nash is at least being respectful in the way he approaches GCW because he knows it's not his place. But Jeff Jarrett wants to come in 
fresh off his fucking hot run as nothing because he hasn't had a hot running years. He hasn't had any interesting years. Nobody wants it. And you're going to show up and you're going to come after Effie in the biggest moment of my career out of fucking left field. People said, I got to give GCW a break right now because I can't watch Jeff Jarrett. I don't want to watch Jeff Jarrett double J. He's an anti-draw, Peter. Now, for some people, I'm an anti-draw. Some people don't want to watch Effie. But there are too many people that do want to watch Effie wherein the Jeff Jarrett measurement is mostly apathy, some anti-draw. So your best bet is that your draws don't go down. And now he's, I find out he's partnering up with Fight TV. That's how I get paid, buddy, with the pay-per-views, Fight TV. And he's working there now? And y'all are doing all these deals without ever talking to Effie. Y'all never talked to Effie. Y'all didn't bring me in the loop. Y'all didn't ask me a question. This man's over here talking about, they do boxing and wrestling on Fight TV. And I'm going, they do a lot of things on Fight TV, Jeff. You're not going to be one of them. Never been one of them. What am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to sell for Jeff Jarrett? And now, the show I'm not on for GCW, next Saturday, Chicago, he's there. They give him a whole spot. He comes in. He attacks your top guy. You give him a whole spot on the show where Effie is not present. I mean, how ignorant could you be? Also, how cowardly. Cowardly. (laughs) Give me a reason, Jeff Jarrett. Give me a reason to give a shit. All right? Give me some reason in hell to want to be around you. But right now, no. I'm going to fight the real Double J, uh, J.J. Garrett. I'm going to fight uh, Yo-Ya. All right? I'm going to fight J- Janae Kai. I'm going to fight her. I'm going to fight uh, I'm gonna fight Billy Starks and Hammerstein. I'm going to fight Tankman. I don't care who it is. I'm not fighting Double J. I'm not acknowledging this. I'm not goading it forward. Now, I will say this. After everything cooled down, I did not get to go out and talk with the people. Didn't get to go mingle, didn't get to hang out. But I did have to get back to Newark, New Jersey, for a flight that Sunday morning, which was going to be a pleasant flight. It was not now. That ride back from Atlantic City to Newark in the middle of the night was very scary with that fog. We made it. I was with the Dark Sheik and some other people. We made it very safe. It was intense. That drive was intense. I did not know where things were going to go. I felt like we were in a spaceship. We made it to Newark, we made it to the airport. And I got home, and I actually got to see you on Sunday, Peter. You did. We got to have a little moment. Now, I got home with plenty of edible goodies for my lovely AJ, who he doesn't really like to smoke. Likes to, likes to eat the candies and whatnot. So I brought him a lot of that. But I realized I'd come home with no smoke, and I found it. And I got to see you for a moment during that crazy, wild adventure exchange. And we both kind of looked at each other like, sheesh, pal, the energy. And we both looked at each other today again, sheesh, pal, the energy. Mm-hmm. It's a time to calm, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Don't fight it, people. Uh-uh. Don't fight it. I've been fighting it this week a little bit, and it hasn't worked out well for me. Your hair looks great, though. Thank you. I mean, that's... Thank you. Come on. I, I'm all worth it, then. All worth it, then. I'm getting a lot of heat for the hair, too, saying, of course, Double J is actually of beautiful, luscious blonde locks like he tried to have back in the day. I can't do this hair much longer, Peter. It's out of control. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. I was about to dye my hair your color right before you did it. Like, I had yeah. plans. You were ready? I was telling people I was ready. And then I'm I talked you out of it? I'm hanging out with Will, and he gets a text from you, and it's you bleach blonding your hair. And I go, <laughs> motherfucker. If I do this now, I'm just going to be biting Taylor, and he's going to be like, well, okay, we do this podcast together. 
kind of weird that you copied my hair, dude. <laughs> I think you do it because I think like Heaven's Gate, they all wore the same shoes. Maybe Weekend at Effie's, we all have very brittle dyed hair that's falling out because it's just partially maintained with some kind of conditioner. <laughs> do you, I mean, you don't have to say anything. Do you have a plan for what the next variant is? 100%. And I will say this as not a hint, but as a guide. I've really enjoyed the new Boba Fett series uh, on Disney+. Plus. I don't watch TV, so... I, I know, no I idea. know, but I'll tell you what, they had a real you intense... You're going to wear a fucking helmet, is that what yeah, you're telling Tuscan me? Yeah, Tusken Raider dance scene. Are you starting a clone two? army? It's... I've thought about it. I've... Listen, <laughs> I talked about it with Danhausen, the, the Danghausen, as he is known, and he said, we've really got to get some regionals going. I was like, what do you mean? He said, like, regional Danhausen's like, Danhausen's not working the Southern Territories anymore, but regional Danhausen, too, works the Southern Territories. It's like That's a sales hilarious. group, you know? Like the MLM of Danhausen's. Uh-huh. If we could get some Effie clones, I could work four or five shows a night. I mean, you got to feed them all. But obviously, I think if push comes to shove, we could genetically alter these Effie clones to where they're pretty much just going to eat puppy chow. Perfect. You know, just out of the bag. Yeah. Happily. A hundred percent. I think I'd be fine. If I could turn off this. If I didn't know what a Kit Kat was, I was programmed to only want puppy chow, I'd be fine. You need water, though. You gotta hydrate. Yeah. Happy New Year. I hope everyone had a beautiful New Year. I went off on a bit of a tangent. I don't even know how long we were talking for today, and there's probably plenty more to talk about. Atlantic City was beautiful. Very beautiful. Schmizzed a lot. Happy for New Jersey and what they have done. Um, I will say this. I got a little stoned. I wanted to go gamble. I couldn't gamble because I was pretty stoned in the bed. And I downloaded this app, Peter, called Cloy. Have you heard about this app? No. I'm disgusted with myself for even bringing this up. I guess you play live claw machines in China based on coins. Okay. Now I have heard of this. So there's cams on them. Yeah. I won a few prizes while I was stoned and had them shipped to the house. The boyfriend's going to be real happy with all this shitty penny on the dollar Chinese Pokemon plus shows up uh-huh. at our house. That was another task. I said, I'm not going to go gamble anymore, but then I still wanted to gamble by playing claw machines. It, it scratched the itch folks. If you're wondering, it was rough. We don't have any questions. Do we? People we do are have tied up. We have a question. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Peter, this is exciting. People are out there. You guys are really listening. You've heard us. And I'm not sorry for getting fired up today. Y'all got to hear it raw from me. What a mess. I'm in control. Effie's in control. Double J's not in control of my life. Alrighty. This is from Julie. Hi, Effie and Peter. Love the podcast. So fun, but also an, an informative insight into wrestling. I found out yesterday my son is signed on for wrestling classes at a wrestling school here in California that seems to have a good reputation. He has been in love with wrestling since high school and is very excited. He is investing his own savings into this, so I assume he's pretty serious. As a mom, I do have concerns since he is trans and gay, and while I have seen evidence of improvement in the industry, I know he is starting with some additional hurdles. So my question is, do you have any advice on how I can be supportive if he decides this is something he really wants to jump into? Thank you for all you do for both the wrestling and queer communities. Julie. Julie, fantastic question from a loving place and good concerned parent questions, regular concerned parent I questions. I wish you were my parent. Like, holy shit. That's yeah, what a, a very respectful way to ask this. Now, um, wrestling training obviously has shifted, has gotten better. I don't know much about the California scene. I do perform in California a good bit. Uh, with wrestling training, I would say this. You know, wrestling training is going to be there for the 
the most basic things. I don't think it's something that um, if you get to a certain point in it and you are not progressing rapidly that you should continue with constantly because it is very damaging to your body over time. Either way, I've made it, you know, eight ish, eight or so years of wrestling nonstop, you know, all the time. And with very few injuries because I train in a very certain way and I don't overtrain and I don't get too repetitive with things. When you are starting out though, those foundational basics of the cardio and the uh, ring awareness and being able to fall correctly and being able to bump correctly and knowing how to correct yourself when things are not perfect and knowing how to turn these sort of basic techniques into protective things not every school is going to give you the best technique to do that. You will know kind of right off the bat, am I getting what I need to get? If a school is requiring you, you know, to be there all the time constantly, I don't I don't know about that school. But I think if you're going a few days a week, if you're getting uh, you know, you're gaining knowledge, you're spending some time on cardio, you're spending some time on discussion, you're spending some time on drills, some time on practice matches, some time on promotion, and not getting stuck in the reins of one and you're going, well, where does that happen? It happens all over the place where you go to a place where a guy was good at one very specific thing and the rest of the time he's just going to run you on heat drills because he doesn't know what else to do. Pay attention to it. Make sure there is a direct line of progress there for that person. And make sure they feel safe. You mentioned that your son is trans, is gay. These are uh, things that make you in the minor- minority whether you want to be or not and you want to have a safe environment for that. When you're putting yourself into wrestling, uh, you have to put 100% of yourself in. And so if you're coming at the disadvantage of feeling unaccepted, if you're being treated lesser than, if you're not being treated fairly because of who you are, you're not going to be able to be a very good wrestler no matter how much skill or athleticism or uh, you know pure charisma you have. You have to be supported from that bottom line. And people in wrestling should know that having differences of character, differences of uh, upbringing, differences of belief, differences of... Uh, who the people are that are being represented in your wrestling, those are valuable assets to any wrestling company. And so a good wrestling school, once again, is going to provide a welcoming place for that. It's going to be challenging and tough without feeling restrictive. It's going to put you on the track to want to get out to other places and not limit you to one single place, whereas the only place you perform for years and years. Check it out. Find it. I think it will build character either way. I think it's okay to invest a little money in it and give it a shot. And worst case, you're in California. So after I've said all of this, stunt work, readily available. Don't work on any sets with Alec Baldwin. But there are a lot of stunt work uh, things available. And wrestling training is professional training. You'll have a little clip or something. I have a few uh, licenses for wrestling from various states where I've used those in stage combat situations so I could get... Uh, that position to help out with stage combat and That's stuff like amazing. that. So wrestling training is valuable. I say this. Tom Cruise could never do what we do because he's a little baby uh, oink oink Scientologist. But we, the wrestlers, we get hurt, we run, we wear ourselves out. And it is wonderful as a human being, not that you should do this, but you will. It's good to find out where you throw up. It's good to find out how hard you have to push yourself before your body goes, we're throwing up now. Mm-hmm. It's good to see where you get yourself. I know a few ways to throw up, uh, not in that sense, but of like, hey, if I drink another energy drink and run this match, I'm going to probably throw up. I know my body now. So I think there's benefit to that too. I hope you find a welcoming place. This is to your son now. uh, And I hope that you enjoy it. You shouldn't enjoy all of it, but the parts that you enjoy should outweigh the parts that you do not enjoy. Sweating and being sore, you can't include those in parts you don't enjoy. That's baseline. I hope I helped, Julie. I hope I helped a little. Look for the changes, for the confidence. They should build confidence. 
not the other way around. Mm. We are seeking sponsors. We are desperately seeking Susan. Uh, Peter is out here doing a lot of interesting work with the aliens on the horizon. If you'd like to hire Peter to come to your house and, uh, I don't know, feed you cheese crackers, we can do it at an affordable rate. Yeah, right? absolutely. I mean, I am actually we're looking expanding. for work right now. Yeah, so we're expanding. <laughs> we're expanding the market. We're, we're up for whatever. We're, we're investing in ourselves th- uh, this year and human capital. That's all we have left. 100%. <laughs> so that's not a good tagline for human capital, is it? Human capital. It's about all we've got. Uh, reach out weekendateffies at gmail.com. Please follow Peter on Instagram or Twitter at low sky dance. Yes. L O W S K Y D A N C E. Beautiful alien portraits. Thank you. And I'm uh, working on convincing Peter to get this little Etsy shop open. We're going to do something very cool with a new series he's working on. I'm putting it on air, so I hold myself to it because people will ask me about it now. Okay. They'll be like, "What's the? Uh, what were you talking about with Peter with the uh, with the Etsy thing?" See, now it's we got to get it set to light. We're going to get it set to light. Also, not to plug myself too much, people keep asking me. I'm just going to say it directly. There's not a polite way to say it on the internet. Oh, we want to buy your shirts. We don't want to support Pro Wrestling Tees. Pro Wrestling Tees, they had some like leaks and shit. There's some personal issues. Oh. I don't know the whole story. I don't, whatever. There's a new way. FELives.com slash merch. You can buy exclusive, limited, brand new Effie shirts. Dude, those shirts are awesome. Great. From person in media Priors. for the past 10 years. Holy fucking shit. They yeah, yeah. Awesome. Hell yeah. Hell like, yeah. And there's more coming. Alex. We God do have a EFFY shirt coming out because fuck Jeff Jarrett. And I'm not, I'm not, people go, oh, you're leaning into it now. No, I'm making money because that asshole wants to bring attention to me. So I'll make the money and I'll leave you hanging. Thank you for that. Uh, but Priors does all the art. So I have to, I may inspire the character through my actions, but he captures the character through his designs. Pass the love over. Yeah. Delegation love. Give me those designs. We make sure he's taken care of. We send him a handsome check and he just shipped out all your wrestling is gay orders as of today. All shipped. Embroidery. The puff paint looks crazy. The embroidery looks great. We're on to a new thing. We're going to have the NWO Wolfpack shirts coming out very soon. That's it. Gorgeous. All righty, y'all. We'll see you next week. I hope. We'll see. Yeah, we'll be here.